This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and the world wants to know if he's a Bisquick man or something else for his bread choice when he has chili, Ryan Nelson. That's funny you mentioned that, because I've never had biscuit, Bisquick or biscuits with chili. <laughs> I don't, I don't in, in the South, we eat cornbread. Yeah, cornbread you know is what? our go-to. What this show has taught me that I need to be more open-minded. That's I right. need to be more forgiving. So you know what? Go, moving forward, I will try Bisquick <laughs> with buttermilk as well. That's right. With, with buttermilk and a little bit of honey. Don't forget the honey. Yes, th- yes, th- throw that honey in there. So, uh, If you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast a couple of years ago, actually, we're right about the two-year anniversary now I think about it. Right. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the finale of the fifth season of Fargo on FX and Hulu titled Bisquick. Whether or not you are a new or regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon on the content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level and when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you're signing up for. All four levels get the show ad-free. If you want additional benefits, though, besides just getting the show ad-free, that's where the 5 the $10, and the $20 level comes in. But if you're just like, hey, you know what? I'd love to listen to the show without having any ads. Then that's where the $3 level can help you out a lot. Uh, if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would really love it if you left us a five-star rating on either of those platforms. If you got both, we'd love it if you left us a five-star rating on both platforms. And if you have time, we'd love it if you wrote us a review while you're on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to interact with the show, we'd love for you to do so. You can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. And one of our patrons sent us an email. I'll read that in just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we'll be, uh, like I said, if you want to interact with us, we'd love for you to do so, just like uh, Nate has done. And and we will, I'll read it on air next time that we record. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, real quick, before we get general thoughts, uh, like I said, uh, we did get an email from one of our patrons, so I'm going to read that real quick. Uh, he actually talked about uh, a few things, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and just jump to kind of his, because he actually talked about Fargo, so I want to kind of give his general thoughts. I want to jump straight to it. So uh, from one of our patrons, his name is Nate Stewart. Uh, he said, uh, can I just say how happy the end of season five of Fargo made me? I love that old Munk uh, found a redemption of sorts and was so joyous in the final moments. The man loves his breakfast spreads. But as a Southerner by choice, I have to ask biscuits with chili. He's not the only one that's uh, wondering that. Uh, if you want to start with your chili, it's got to be rice. Thanks for all the great podcasts, Nate Stewart. So, uh, Nate, as always, appreciate you chiming in, bud. I agree with him on the rice. That's more of... I've had rice with chili, which is always good. Yes, I've had that too. So, uh, Anyway, uh, your general thoughts before we get into the specifics on the finale. Well, this this show has taught me a lot, and I agree with the overall premises. Debts should be forgiven. Yes. Uh, so 
I expect my mortgage company right. and all credit cards to forgive just those get suckers. Rid of all, forgive them all. Forgive them all. when I wake up. So I appreciate that and go ahead and do it now. I appreciate that. That's right. Uh, I will be honest. With the first time I watched this, I don't know if I was just I was I was expecting other things, expecting mm-hmm. a different finale, and that's something to always remember. You you have to temper your expectations. Right. Also, I don't know if I was just in a different mood. I was like I didn't I, I didn't love the finale. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought the last scene took way too long, but I was shocked. I was like, right. well, they went there. I, I'll give them credit. When I watched it again, I loved it. And also, when I listened to an interview with Noah Hawley, right. and I really got what he was going for about, about hey, this this country is so divided. Right. Wouldn't it be nice if we could find some ways to come together and maybe it's enjoying a biscuit made from love? And I was like, well, you nailed it. That, <laughs> yeah. That could be. But, like, I will say... I, I just expected more with the shootout. I really wanted to watch those races get killed, baby. <laughs> well, and, and, I, and I'm kind of torn on the justice for Roy. Was there justice served to him? Well, I think what you're saying is correct because I think everybody was expecting a very different finale than what we actually got. And I was really, really pleasantly surprised. I actually really mm-hmm. enjoyed this. I thought it was really, really good. I thought it, going into, you know, they gave us a little bit of the shootout, but. If it had just been an action-packed driven uh, episode where they're just you know yeah. shooting each other and you know that's the entire thing, I don't think that would have been very very no, fulfilling. I agree on that. So I'm I'm glad that they they went a different route because I was expecting it to be much more much more focused on the the mo- final moments of Roy and all this type of stuff. And look, I think he definitely does because if you look, and we'll talk about this when we get into the the specifics. Because when you look at when you look at what if you look at Roy when when Dot leaves, for the first time, it's like he he isn't he he isn't happy with where he is. He's he's worried about his predicament because he's basically at this point. Even when when he's sitting there talking to Dot, he's talking about how you know he's basically made himself the king of this prison, and he's just going to wherever he goes, whatever he does, he's always that's where he what he's always going to be trying right. to do. And she has basically flipped that on his head at this point. And like I said, I you think mean Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine. I'm sorry, Lorraine. You're correct. Uh, Lorraine has basically flipped it on his head, and yeah. now he can't control it. And now he's not in control, and it's not a place that he's ever been, and it's not something yeah. that he's used to. So we'll talk about more about that here in just a little bit. So uh, but let's go ahead and get into the specifics. Uh, so at the beginning of this thing, when we first start up. Uh, Gator is tied up to a tree. Did I see that correctly? That he was actually tied to a tree? Or, I, I missed that. I, I couldn't tell. I if thought he was, he was just. Well, I thought he was just sitting. By okay, the maybe tree he was just sitting. Had, on it. I, I think that was where he was left. Where okay. his dad left him. Okay, it looked like just the way he was struggling. It looked like he was like trying to like like break yeah. free from it. But maybe it's just because he couldn't see. Because that's the next thing I wrote down was. Yeah. Well, if there was ever any doubt, because we talked about this, you know, we didn't see his eyes. We don't know. We didn't see the eye sockets. Yeah. At this point, I was pretty sure, like, okay, yeah, same. he's blind. He doesn't have eyes at this point. So. Yeah. Uh, but he starts making his way down the what we assume was escape route, and it turns out that's actually what. It is uh, which is going to come into play much later on and 
like I said, so they're letting us see that this is what's actually happening. And while all this stuff is going, Roy's in the church again. So they're kind of like setting up the simmering of this because he's back in the church. He's not, he's not like got his head down praying. He's not really, he doesn't say anything, but my guess is he's had another yeah. conversation. And again, it's probably been a conversation where he's put himself like kind of on equal with God. Oh, yeah. uh, and you've also got Wit and the rescue squad. They're making their way toward, into position. Uh, and that's when we get the manhole that Gator kind of emerges from. This is kind of like the setup for this entire, for basically the first 15 minutes of this film, is they're kind of putting all the pieces into play. Uh, this very kind of opening sequence, what were your initial thoughts on it? I thought it was like, uh, it looked like Gator was having some kind of transformation, kind of like, like if you've ever watched like the Ten Commandments, like Mo- Moses right. in the in the desert, like it looked there was a lot going on around him. He was having a moment, and obviously that moment was snitching on his dad. Yes, so and, good for you, Gator. Right? Yeah, that feels like that. That's very much the case. Is it's like the the the, the last straw? You know, the, the straw that brought the camel's back was him. His his father leaving him there. You know, just yeah. to die, basically. You know, saying you know if there ever was a point to you, uh, it's gone now. You know, just the ultimate disappointment. Yeah. Basically, what Dot was saying to him at that moment when she was in that shed. I guess in episode eight, maybe it was about how you know the reason why she, he named why Roy named him Gator didn't give him the name Roy Tillman you know that kind of all came into focus at this point he understands that his dad doesn't really care that much for him unless he has some kind of a use for him and like I said I think that's very much the case is this is the you know I've looked up to my dad I've, I've wanted to be my dad this is the you know I've always kind of made excuses for him because everybody you know fears him they were and I, they respect him because of that fear and now I see what he really is, and you know. So now I'm I'm finally just going to turn my back on it. Like I said, it was Gator doesn't have a whole lot to be redeemed. I mean, but you know, you at least see him having this this one moment where he does something decent with his life. Uh, you know, yeah. I, where he at least you know says, you know what, I'm going to give my dad up and I'm going to turn him in. This well, I'm going to leave well, the. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead because Gator's part is done after this. He's that nice. I thought the scene with him and Nadine was one of the better scenes in this ep- this episode. I, I yeah. thought it was really good. You could tell that he felt bad. Oh yeah, you know, and they and they had a relationship. I do believe that Nadine will come to visit him monthly and bring him some cookies. I I, I believe that as well. Uh, but I thought I thought Joe Curie showed a lot in that scene, and this is we've talked about him a lot. We, we've you know both been fans of his right. since Stranger Things. I thought he showed a lot this season. I, I can't imagine how much this is going to help his career because he's a really talented actor. I get kind of annoyed when people talk about there's no good young American actors. He's one yeah, he's that doesn't good. get talked about enough. You're correct. He's a very good actor. He's very good. He's a very good young male actor that is out there for for America that you know you, you can yeah. kind of lean on. He hasn't had a whole lot of leading roles. Uh, yeah, and those I think will eventually come. I mean, I closest think, yeah. the closest thing he's had was I mean the movie with Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds isn't yeah. that. So yeah, and, and if you watch the trailer, it didn't look like that. And then you watch the movie, it's like oh he's really the lead. Yeah, he kind of is. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, he I think he will eventually get those things. He's, he's He's yeah. a good-looking kid. He's, yeah. you know, he's talented. He's got a he's got a bit of a legacy already with with Stranger Things. So he's and a got a great set of hair and a great set of hair, which is always important. So uh, I, I'm with you. I think he. I think Dot will come see him because I think Dot. I think Dot yeah. truly does love him. And even back yeah. when that, and I guess episode four when the house burned down, you know, when she confronts him there in the house, you know, there was very much, you know, it wasn't. 
you know, she kind of talks mean to him, but it wasn't because yeah. she hated him. It was because she was disappointed in him because she doesn't want him to become like his dad. And right. I think she now thinks that, okay, maybe this kid has a chance now that his father's out of the picture. So I, I'm with you on that. So uh, anyway, so we pick back up. Roy and his father-in-law, they are back at odds again. Uh, they continue to be at odds. Pretty good Odin. Yeah, Odin is just not happy with everything that Roy is doing. Roy basically wants him to go and help out with the front lines, and they're just yelling and arguing. And much like Danish happened, what happened with Roy and Danish, when, you know, because Danish did not expect Roy to kill him in that moment, when, you know, Odin says he's going to fight him, Roy just pulls out a knife and slits his, uh, slices his throat and kills him. And, like, he's just continuing yeah. down this problem. Like, ever since... It's like ever since he finally got Dot back on his property, the thing he's been looking for for 10 years, the thing he's wanted to do, he had no plan for what he was actually going to do once that actually happened. And now that it's actually there and he had no idea what to do with it, it he can't control anything anymore because he didn't right. have a plan and everything just continues to spiral out of control. So he's killed another person. And Karen... His his wife and you know her the person whose father he just killed wa- walks up right as uh, right after he has killed his her father and now he's going after her but as soon as he turns the corner it's not Karen he sees but it's Dot with a gun and she shoots him your thoughts on this just entire sequence so did I hear this correctly Odin was like why haven't you killed my daughter yeah he says yeah. that at one point yeah I like like I was like what. Like, like he, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing because he was like, he it was, was, it was like, he was like talking about like, you can't, can't even control her because you would have killed her by now if you could or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just so weird. I really, want, I really wanted to see a better death for Odin because I really hated him. Yeah, he, he was, was just probably the worst character of the show. I didn't want Roy to get the justice of that death. So I was a little disappointed. I would have rather seen, you know, Karen kill her own father right. or even, you know, Dot or I, Honestly, I would rather whip for someone kill him. I, I was, that one was kind of disappointing. Love the scene with Karen getting out of the way. And right. here's Dot. Shoots him right in the stomach. I was like, oh. But, like, when he got up and walked away, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I wasn't, like I said, I, I wasn't really sure. I didn't think that Roy would end up killing Odin. I did, that I did not see coming down down the pike. But when yeah. Dot ends up shooting him, I was like, oh, is this when we're having, is this when we're having the, the the reckoning uh, and it's not we end up not having the reckoning here because she ends up shooting him but it doesn't kill him it basically glances him in his side because it didn't hit directly in the stomach because he, he wouldn't yeah, have survived that's that. true he would have died immediately yeah uh so it, like kind of gets him in the side there uh but this is when the shootout begins so there's a few minutes of basically just the the redneck brigade shooting at the fbi and the swat team the swat team returning fire um, and you really can't see what's going on because I wanted to do a Jack Reacher body count, but you yeah. couldn't see anything. No, you really couldn't. I think that was done on purpose. That's not because that's not the purpose of yeah. this show. Yes, there is violence. And yes, people die, but I don't think it's just. I, I, to me, I kind of wanted Macho Man to be played and watching him die. <laughs> yeah, I mean the difference, like I said, the difference between this and Reacher is Reacher is you know all about you know taking the joy and watching you know oh, yeah. our team kill those people, and whereas in this, it's just you know. We're not really there for that. We're we're here to find right. out the the main people and what they're actually trying to do and what their motivations are and things like that. So, um, but this is when, like I said, this is when the shootout begins, and this is when Roy makes his way to the escape route uh, to this hatch or whatever it is that I never really could exactly. I guess it was more of a bunker than anything else. Yeah. Um, 
that he starts making his way, and Wit's able to follow him. And like Dot wants to go after him, but Wit tells her, "No, I, I want to go get him. You stay here." So he get, he convinces her to stay with the rest of the team. I was worried because this just didn't feel good for Wit. No, and it obviously is not going to work out for for Wit because when he goes in. Roy is hiding, so obviously he knew that people were going to follow him because he was bleeding along the way. Uh, but I was surprised because Wit did hear him, and he stops it. But this is when, and I heard some other people talk about this, and it's probably the best way to describe it, because I wasn't really sure how to describe why I think Wit ends up getting killed here. Wit is such a believer in, in law and order and in justice and in the correct way of doing yeah. things. It basically paralyzes him, and Roy has no allegiance to any of that stuff, and he's just going to kind of do things the way he wants to. Because the moment when Roy tells him, make me, when Wit tells him to put the knife down, that's the moment you shoot him. Right, <laughs> And right. he doesn't do it, and it ends up costing his life. What were your thoughts? Yeah, so a couple of things. Wit still is the biggest miss on this show. Yeah, he really that, is. Mm -hmm. They really did him no... Uh, and really, Indira as well, because she came. Because the last two episodes, last few episodes were disappointing for her. Mm -hmm. So I, I think they couldn't figure out what to do with police. Now I think that's the big. Holly was like, the police were the biggest heroes the other seasons, but they're not here. I don't know what to do with them. I think also they were. You know, we've had some police brutality cases right. that have become like more known right. the last few years. And I think that's why they don't show Wit kill him because right. really that him just shooting him when he said, what are you going to do? Now, granted, he comes at him, so yeah, he, he could have shot him then. Mm -hmm. I just think it was a miss, man. No one, not one person would have thought, yeah, the police went too far there. No. But I, I'm with you. I think, I think you're right. I think Wit was so by the book that it ended up getting him killed. I, I, I'm just not a fan. I, I, I think this character deserved better. I, I don't. I, I just didn't like Roy getting away right there. Yeah, I, I know. I wasn't real. I, I, I thought the same thing when I was watching this. Like, Wit's character, just they don't seem to know what to do with him. They didn't really seem to know what to do with Indira once she ended up going to yeah. Lorraine's side. They didn't really seem to know what to Indira do with Indira was the lead in multiple episodes. Yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. And then just gone. Yeah, and then she when she goes, she gives up, she joins up with Lorraine, and you like, don't really hear much from her. Found out, like, did she kick? What Did that guy, ever, her husband, come back? You know, whatever happened with Lars and that right. kind of stuff. What happened to her dad? You know, I, I just I think they dropped the ball in those two characters. That was the biggest miss. But you know, for a show, that's they they did so much good. They did, and I think honestly, that becomes that point. You know, you've got a lot of storylines you got to flesh out. Yeah, you, that's too. So they got to figure out, okay, which ones are we going to? You know, we're going to put some of this stuff out there, but we got to kind of stick to a, a few things to, to wrap up here in the finale. Because the thing I always forget about this show, this show comes on FX on Tuesday nights at like nine o'clock when when it airs. Right. So it's got a time frame. It's got to kind of stick to. Uh, so like I said, they they only had so much time that they could actually do a lot of stuff. So. I think Wit and Indira are, are the biggest casualties of that time crunch yeah. in terms of trying to get everything fleshed out because you just don't get as much from them. You know, I think you're correct about that. So, um, Anyway, so Wit ends up getting stabbed in the heart. Uh, like I said, it was sad to see because, like, it's like you said, he's he's the least developed and probably the most disappointing part of this. And probably with Wayne and Scotty, probably the one 
really good character on the show. I guess Indira as well. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. Uh, but when Dot asked one of the SWAT team members if uh, Wit got him, you know, we see Roy going up, uh, basically at this point, going up the manhole. But when she asked that, and there's silence from the female FBI agent, she knows at that point this is that he ends yeah. up. He ends up dead. And I was worried for a minute they were going to let Roy get away because when he emerges from that manhole, mm-hmm. that's clear space, and then you see the people from behind like come up to him and like yeah. t- take him down. I was like, oh, thank God. I was worried Listen. about that too. I was like, no way he gets away. Yeah, like I said, I was really concerned about that, that they were going to let him get away with this. But uh, when he emerges, the FBI is there, and they and this is where they inform him that his son gave him up. Uh, we talked about Gator and Dot, and we talked about their reunion. Uh, I do think that it's. You, it's nice that Dot informs because at this point, Gator asked, "Did you really see my mom?" And the, I think yeah. it was good for Dot to tell him, you know, it was just an angel in a dream. Like, because so, yeah. I don't, th- I like that. Yeah, because I don't know that if they left it where you know he thought she really did see his mom and that's what she really thought, then maybe he, that could have been you know a point of of. I don't know. A point of stress for him going forward. And yeah. look, Gator's not been a great guy. Don't get me wrong. So, I, but no. I don't want him suffering un, too much just because so much of what has happened is because of his father. So, right. uh, like I said, it was just uh, a really nice way for all this to kind of uh, to, to kind of play out. Uh, Dot wants to thank with like but she finds out that he's this dead. Just one year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then it's to my surprise. So we're about fifteen minutes into this thing. And the shootout's over, and so this is when I was really surprised. Like, oh, we're done with the shootout. We're done with this whole this whole part yeah. of the story because basically a third of the episode is the shootout, and a two thirds of it is back in whatever town they live in in Minnesota. And like I said, so I was really surprised. I was expecting this to be the opposite. I thought it'd be two thirds on right. the Tillman Ranch, and then mm-hmm. a third of it would take place Same. elsewhere else. So like I said, that was really really surprising. To Noah me. Hawley will surprise you. Don't ever, yeah, he will. Don't ever think about him. Uh, we get Dot's reu- uh, reunion with Wayne and Scotty. Yeah, one year later. Well, that was, oh, was, no, did they show them? Yeah, they they show their reunion. Oh, they show them. They pull up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they right, they right. show their their reunion, and Lorraine is there, and she's still a little bit cold, but. When Dot hugs her, that's kind of like that's right. the rest of the ice kind of melts away from her for her. Uh, and that's when that's we get, my girl. Yeah, that's my girl. That's what she says. I'm glad you said that. So uh, that's when we get transported to one year later. And this is when Dot and Scotty and Indira, they're all visiting Wit's grave. Uh, it's a nice little reunion of these three. Then you haven't seen them together. And you don't really think about that uh, since Dot dropped Scotty off with Indira back in like episode four, yeah. episode five. So it's been a while since these two have been, these three have been together on screen. And like I said, it, this is again Indira. This is the last we see of Indira, and we, it's well, no, we see her briefly in the next scene. No, that's right. Yeah, we see her. Yeah. It doesn't help her anymore in that scene either. No. So, no. Uh, like I said, but it's like you said, there's she just doesn't get played. Her her character arc is kind of it's not that great here at the end. It's great throughout most yeah. of the season, but here at the mm-hmm. end, it's not great. So. Your yeah, thoughts. and I really like the I really like the actress Richa Morjani. I'm interested to see what she does next as well. Yeah, I just thought that I wanted a little bit more about her. I wanted to hear that she was okay. She got rid of Lars. Her right. debt was paid down. And things are doing better. I, I just wish we could have got just a little bit more. Yeah, I see. So uh, I'm with you. That I wish we could have gotten a little bit more. But like I said, I think there's time constraints at that point. They wanted to focus more on on Dot here at the end and Old Monk to uh, finish yeah. out the series. So, all right, uh, we will. Well, speaking of those two, let's take a real quick break and then we will finish up the episode. 
All right, so when the episode picks back up, we have gone to a federal penitentiary. It is in Thompson, Illinois, which I'm assuming is quasi-close to Minnesota. I'm not real sure about that. Uh, but this is where Roy is being held, uh, and he is being visited by none other than Lorraine and Indira. Indira is just kind of the bodyguard at this point. Um, but this is when Lorraine goes into like what his real punishment is. But, but before this, uh, this is what I mentioned earlier. He's talking about how much he's kind of basically kind of made himself his own kingdom here inside the the jail. And this is this is what people like this will do. They're always going to try to like set up, regardless of their circumstances. They're always going to try to set up themselves uh, to put themselves in the best position that they possibly can. And Lorraine is basically here to inform him. He doesn't have near as much control over what's about to happen to him next. You said you weren't just a real big fan of this part. Uh, I think it's okay. What 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 are your yeah, explain more well, about what you think it? I, I just looked up Thompson, Illinois, and it's a long way, but it's a federal penitentiary. Right. So he got taken up on federal charges. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I wanted just I wanted real justice being done to Roy. Is Lorraine the one who deserved to get that? I just would have rather seen Nadine kill him. But if now, you, go, go ahead. I, I will say this. The thought of him getting humiliated and beaten every day and living for a long time, that does make me feel a little bit better about it. Right. And, of course, he joins the Nazis, like, immediately. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, that does make me feel a little bit better. But I, I don't know. I just, I just wanted more done to him which is the man's going to be raped every day and yeah. i'm still wanting more done to him. yeah like i said that's kind of here's the reason i i'm glad they went down the road that they did because you said you know you kind of would have rather seen dot you can't have dot go and like take the kill him and like take the joy and kill him and then have the entire scene that you're about to set out and you're play right next that. that's true and that's that that's that's a good point because if you're going to then basically do this entire like you know, 25 minutes on about forgiveness and all this type of stuff. You can't play that out and then yeah. have Dot be like, take this joy in actually having him killed. Um, which I thought, which, because I was with you at first, I was like, I really want Dot to be the one to kill him. And I don't know that she would have just easily, I think she would have done it in the, like in the heat of the moment. Like if she had, if she'd had more time there on oh, that yeah. porch step, she probably would have killed him there. But you know, if it were like, he were like trapped and like caught in something or something like that. And she'd come up on him, I, you know, and she has time to think about, it, I don't know that she would have, cause that's just not who dot is. Uh, and that's right. kind of one of the things I like about this, about the, what they're getting ready to do here in this next scene. Cause in this next scene, basically what they're doing is because to, to set it up, uh, Dot and Scotty, one year later, have been, uh, they're coming home from the gravesite, from Whitfar's gravesite. Because it's chilly night. Yeah, because it's chilly night. They, they they picked up the groceries to do, so Wayne can do his chili. And in the living room with Wayne is Old Monk. And honestly, obviously, you know, you, you, you stop, you kind of get this like, oh no, what's going on in here? You know, we kind of thought that he had kind of given this thing up at the end of the last episode, and obviously he is not. Uh, but what they're doing is they're doing family in trouble. And one of the things I heard Noel Holly talk about was he wanted the family to be loved. He wanted the family to be liked because everyone loved Wayne. Everyone loved Scotty throughout yeah. the course of this thing. And you're worried about the family at this point, but if the family had been an a-hole, like so many dramas are out there, right. you don't really care if the family's in trouble at that point. So, like I said, I was I was glad they kind of had this thing set up. What were your initial thoughts when you first saw Monk in the living room? I was just like, what the heck? You know, but I will say, Scotty and, and Wayne saved this scene. Oh, yeah. Because 
them constantly interrupting, especially right. when Wayne hands him the drink and gives him a cheers. Yeah. <laughs> laugh so hard. Yeah. And Wayne just like would not stop interrupting Scotty when he's making the biscuits and Scotty's like, get out of the way. Well, you're I in just, the way, yeah. I, yeah, I love that part of it. Uh were you shocked to see Monk sitting there? Not shocked. Surprised a little bit, yeah. I wasn't yeah. shocked. I mean I kind of was with you. I thought that his art was kinda of wrapped yeah. up. And they could have probably wrapped it up, but they obviously had more that they wanted to do with the just the, the story we in general. Really should have saw this coming too because at the end of No Country for Old Men, have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I have. It's been a while, but I've seen if it. You know, uh, Anton Chagrin comes back and kills Josh Brolin's wife. Right. Well, did he actually kill scene. her? Did they just like? Well, they, they just make it. They make it. They end it where it looks like he's killed her. Right. So it was like a similar scene. So really, we should have seen that coming. But uh, yeah, you know, like I said, when the first time I was just like, I was anticipating, I was like, where is this going? Instead of me concentrating on the moment. And that's the one thing, it's the one thing about a finale, and I, I was guilty of this. I was expecting something instead of enjoying the moment, right. enjoying what was on screen. And that was my fault because when I watched it again, when I knew what had happened, I really enjoyed it. And I'm afraid a lot of people, unfortunately, were like me, where it's like, where's this going? Like, not really paying attention and, and really, you know, getting what they're trying to say here. Because it, it really is a, a beautiful scene when you really, and what the, what they're trying to put out there. And like I said, Scotty and Wayne just steal it for me because they, they are so funny in this. Yeah, because I think what you're saying is correct. Because I think everyone came into this thing. We've set up so many bad people with this. You've said you got the mm-hmm. awful person in Roy, you got Gator, uh, you got these horrible people that are involved. Everybody that goes to the compound to defend Roy, you know, you got all these awful people. And so a lot of people were coming into this thing. We want carnage. We want blood. I mean, this is what people yeah. wanted. And basically, this is the thing. And honestly, we should have seen this because when you're talking about debt so much throughout the course of this thing, mm-hmm. and when at one point you have the at one point in the season they had. Uh, a song about Jesus taking, paying the debt. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have seen that forgiveness is going to be the ultimate message and the ultimate theme of the entire season. It's a, basically about you know people wrong you all the time. That's kind of what this is what the season has always been about. When you can't let go of when you've been wronged, when you have incurred debt to someone, whether it's financial or whether it's emotional or whatever it may be, when you can't let go of it, it will just drive your life to a point where it's unsustainable almost unlivable i mean there have been you know tons of studies from you know psychological studies about holding grudges holding on to things that you shouldn't and how just unhealthy it can be Uh, i mean we look at everybody who just couldn't let go of something in this you got roy who just could not let go of the debt he felt dot had owed to her uh for 10 years he hunted her down and he just couldn't let it go. And once he finally got it, he didn't know what to do with it. Uh, and it ended up ruining his life. It's basically what ends up bring, being his downfall. Yeah. Gator could not let the what Monk basically kind of embarrassing him on multiple occasions. He just couldn't let it go. And it ends up costing him his eyesight. And it ends up putting him in jail, uh, ultimately, throughout the course of this thing. Um the people who kind of do let it go, Lorraine, who is unforgiving towards towards yeah. Dot, finally the, the most the most character growth of anyone on the show, surprisingly. Yeah, it really was when she finally gives up. You know, the, just the feeling of this woman is not good enough for my son. She gains a daughter at this point, and you know, the kind of the whole point of getting you know when you're the 
in-law, you know, you're supposed to be gaining a son or a daughter. You're not supposed to be just losing your, your son or daughter to somebody else. Right. You're supposed to be gaining a family member. And she finally gets that from uh, from Dot when she finally lets all this stuff go. And, you know, Monk's the last one. He can't let go. because. And look, this is what's great about this is because he has centuries of this i mean right, this is right. like what his entire purpose has been for 600 years you know with the whole right. sin eater thing uh you know his he has an understanding of the way life works and the way that these things are supposed to handle and if there is something that there is a debt he I mean he literally comes looking for a pound of flesh in this thing uh, right and she has basically and what i love about juno temple in this like she just refuses to let him Yes. Do what he wants to do. I mean, she just keeps right. talking and just won't let him start the carnage. She she just won't let it happen. And Monk's just kind of flabbergasted the entire time. Like, I'm here to kill you. She, you- wear, she wears him down. Scotty yeah. wears him down. Wayne. And it's they wear him down with love. And what I really like, too, is especially when I watch it again, and after listening to Noah Hawley, you know, we, we've all had trauma. We've all oh, yeah. had issues. Why don't we just forgive each other and like understand each other and show some love, show some compassion? You know, like it really is. There were parts of this show that were political that we, you know, that were kind of a notice, but really we've all been affected these since 2016, especially. And then, man, the pandemic, everyone is on different sides. A lot of people being very stupid. Okay, I said that's my bad. But uh, anyway, I need to be more understanding. Yeah. Like, what made them do that? What caused this? You know, we've all changed, including myself, that we need to look at, like, how can we get past this? How can we get back to where society where pretty much we all got along in some way? Now, granted, some people are going to disagree with me, but still, right. it felt better. You, you got to know your neighbor. You wanted to know your neighbor. How do we get back there? And I think that's what Noah Hawley was going for at the end. And I think he nailed it. I think he really did. And I would not have seen this, th- this compassion part of the of of the storyline. Right. We didn't see that coming at the early on because we thought, oh man, he's about to do some preaching. Yeah, we we really did. We really didn't. We didn't see a lot of this coming. I, I didn't see it coming. But when, like I said, we probably should have because when you're talking so much yeah. about debt and how much people yeah. owe to somebody else. The, the the logical conclusion is what's that what does that do to people and how do you how do you get away from that undoing that constant you know just eating away at your soul of what you know yeah. unforgiveness can do and the ultimate answer is is forgiveness it's kind of a sappy thing but yeah. it's a very much a true thing i mean that's it's there's so much you know actual psychological truth to it you know when you start forgiving people who have wronged you even when they yeah. do or don't deserve it it does amazing things for your for your for your overall health. Oh, yeah. I and mean, like I said, so like I said, that's just kind of what it feels like he's really trying to get it home at. And one of the things that Noah Hawley has talked about, and I, I think we probably listened to the same interview, he talked about you know people you know because there was so much there was a lot of trumpiness to this entire season. Yeah. People on both sides feel felt agree. People on both sides, yes. like it's not like people feel like you know one person is like doing bad things because they truly know that they are doing bad things this isn't like right. the first season of of fargo where uh malfoy or what's his name not malfoy um malvo uh, uh, lord yeah. malvo is evil and he knows he's evil he knows he's doing right. horrible things this is guys who truly believe like roy really truly believes he was in the right he really thinks yeah, he does that he was well, there was nothing wrong with what he was doing and like i said there are a lot of people who 
put themselves in the same shoes as Roy and would say that, you know, they may be looking at this and they know that he's supposed to be the bad guy, but they're probably saying, you know, yeah, he, outside of him beating his wife, well, what's wrong? He, he's just standing he his ground. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> going to be some of that out there. Like I said, yeah. they'll, they, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, obviously he shouldn't beat his wives, but he makes some good points. There's going to be some of that out there. And like I said, I don't agree with those people, but there will be some of that out there. And that's kind of the whole point of what No Holly's trying to say. There's a lot of people who feel in this country, everybody feels like they've been wronged. And that's what continues to drive us apart. And the only way yeah. that we're going to get past it is to say, you know what? You can you can be who you are, and I will still love you, and I will still forgive you, even yeah. though I may not feel like you deserve it or anything like that. So, like I said, it's, right. it's the final scene when Monk takes the bite of that biscuit after she oh is, my God. after Dot has explained, you know, you need to eat something with love, and that's kind of the, you know, when you eat something with made with love and joy and to be forgiven, and she hands him that biscuit, which was made with love and joy, and he eats it, and he just smiles. Like, it's the first time we see him smile throughout the entire thing. It, it's just a great it, way it to was end the series. It really, it really was, so. Really, uh, bravo Noah Hawley for having the guts to have a finale like this, and really to end this with a message like this of like of hope of yeah. like we can get there again. I didn't think we were going to do that when we started this season, like the right. you know showing it. So I'm I'm really glad we did though. So thank you, Noah Hawley. And what's sad is I do think I think there have been a lot of people. I haven't looked at the IMDb writing for this episode. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's was, like eight point four. Okay. Uh, I, I, like I said, I'm real afraid that there are some people who like it because they don't want to accept this message. There's a lot of people who are not going who are going to see this message, who are going to see this end up. And I've seen a few people talk about this online. And they just don't like the way it ends because they don't like this message, this idea of I have been wrong that I need to be willing to forgive. There's going to be a lot of people who who don't like that and don't want to accept it, and I think there's going to be some well, some pushback. They here. also have mental health issues, so. and, well, and they they will come to that eventually if that's the, the yeah. route that we continue to go down. So, all right, anything else you want to say before we do our season awards? Uh, I would love to know what spices Wayne used. I was just very curious. <laughs> That's true because he was throwing <laughs> some in there. That's there's no question about he, that. He said he added a little too much. I was Wayne seems like you know a guy that pepper would be too spicy well, for him. So I'm curious. You, you're probably correct about that. So <laughs> all right, uh, let's do our awards then, shall we? All right, let's do it. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a television show, we give out five season awards. I'm sorry, six season awards, all based on the six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? Uh, so I teased this last week, and I'm doing it. It's Juno Temple and John Hamm. I yeah. thought they were both like John Hamm, really, especially the second half of the season, really took over. Was just incredible. Juno Temple was incredible. I didn't know she had this in her. Right. I can't wait to see what she does next. Uh, yeah. I thought incredible two leads. Bravo, No Holly, for uh, casting them in this. Yeah, they're basically the yin and the yang in this thing. You you yeah. can't have one without having the other. Uh, so I, I'm with you. They they both deserve it, just because they bring without either of them and without either of them giving the performance they give, then the show just doesn't work nearly as well as it would have worked. So uh, the Joey, a character who you just love, a character who's just likable. Who are you going with for your Joey? 
I'm going Whitfar and Lorraine here. I thought Lorraine had the most character growth, and uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh was just fantastic. She was she was one of the best uh, parts of this. I, I have a feeling she's going to be really up for uh, best supporting actress next year. And and Whitfar, man, I just love Lamore Morris. If you ever watch New Girl, mm-hmm. anytime I see him in something, I'm just happy. Yeah, uh, it was kind of difficult for me to get a couple of these. Uh, I went ahead and went with. Uh, Scotty and uh, Wayne here. I also threw Indira yeah. in here as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I threw them in. Uh, I didn't put Wit anywhere, but I guess I could put him right here as well. But that's where yeah. I went w- with this one just because I, I liked all three of the, all those characters. But uh, I'm with you. Go ahead and put Wit in here as well. Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most, who'd you go with? I went with Wayne. I thought he was just really funny all the way through. Yeah, he was really funny. Uh, I, I went ahead and went with uh, Danish Graves. Uh, I almost put him there too. Just, I could put him with me too. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, he he was really really funny. I, well, he gave us the best scene the three uh, the, the three Roy Tillman. Oh yeah, the three Roy Tillmans. That was just absolutely fantastic. So, like I said, it was he was just he was. I mean, Dave Foley is funny just about anything that he does. So yeah. I, it was great to have him for what little that we had him for. The Phoebe, the oddball bunch. You'd go with. I don't know how you couldn't put old Mark yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't put him here either. Uh, yeah, he, he just kind of fits the bill. He is the, the, the he fits this more than anyone we've ever had. And we've had some people <laughs> yeah, we have. that easily could have been, but yeah, he's it's him. Yeah, it's him. Uh, the Monica, just an, an integral part, uh, an integral part to the story. Who'd you go with? I went with Indira, even though they left her out. But she was the heart and soul of this because right. she was the one of what things were, she had all the debt. A lot of what was going on was really her part. Right. So I, I really thought she was the heart and soul of the show. This is where I put Lorraine in. Uh, so yeah. I just put her in here because I thought this was a good spot for her. Uh, just because I put, basically put everybody else somewhere else. So. Uh, yeah. but Ross, your least favorite character. I think this is pretty easy. Yeah, I think you got to put Gator here but also yeah. you could put odin yeah you could put a gator and odin here like i said i mean roy he honestly kind of deserves roy both. really is yeah, yeah. He, he deserves both uh the rachel and the ross so uh you can throw him in here as well uh like i said i maybe the first time i do both just because yeah. it's he is one he's of the most so unlikable awful. characters yeah he's just absolutely awful so all right rating time here on main attraction podcast whenever we wrap up a season of a television show we give out a rating at the top of our list is a succession uh, beneath the succession is a lost middle of the road forest is friends beneath the friends is a full house and bottom of the barrel forest is baywatch what is your rating on the oh, fifth man. season of Fargo? this is a succession i would put it right behind season one and two uh i, I think season two one and two were superior but this is right behind them and it's it's a succession this was a fantastic season and i hope we're continuing on with this yeah i'm with you i think this one goes right behind those two uh it's the first two are it, it's not like and like it's like one a b and c basically at this point <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah because all three of them were, were just absolutely fantastic but i'm with you it's definitely a succession it's really really good uh not quite as good as uh first and second season but still really really darn good so yeah. uh yeah. i'll be really interested to see what they do for a season six uh they used to when they when they did the first four seasons it was like every other year wasn't it right and right then, it was pretty quick then you had like the pandemic that slowed everything down uh so yeah. i hope maybe in 2026 we'll get or 2025 we'll yeah. get he seems like he's you know in the mood to to do more so yeah. to do keep this going so i i could see us get more of it pretty quick quicker yeah i hope so so we'll, we'll just have to kind of see where they go with it from here 
All right, now that we have wrapped up our coverage of the fifth season of Fargo, before we sign off, we do want to give some recommendations to our listeners. What are some things you want to recommend this week? So I watched Echo yes. on Disney+. Plus. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Uh, I would have I would have actually liked to see what the original cut was. You can tell this was chipped around and yeah. cut. Uh, I will warn you, if you're watching this for Daredevil, you are in for a rude awakening. He's he's briefly in this. But Kingpin is a huge part. But I thought the Native American story was really cool. Uh, I love a lot of these actors because they are in uh, Reservation Dogs. Also, did you watch The English with uh, yeah, I did. I mean, Blunt? Yeah, the, you know, the guy from that was the, one of the main people. Yeah, Echo. So it was really good. I, I really would like to see what the original director was going for. I, I think there's something here, and I hope we get more with Echo. I really like the character. I think the actress is fantastic. So uh, ho- hopefully we see more of that. Yeah. More of that character. Yeah, I think there's something there. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I talked about it last week. Uh, but like I said, yeah. what did you think of that first episode? I thought I, I I know what you're saying about like there was stuff from Hawkeye. I'd still there were scenes that I had not seen. Yeah, I thought I they it added a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see way that too long, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I finished the curse. Oh, did you? I and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> If you were on the fence about this show, do not move forward. It is the weirdest finale I've ever seen. Oh, is it really? Something happens about halfway through this that you will not believe, and you'll be like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> so uh, it's freaking weird. It's still funny, uh, but I'm telling you, if you did not like it, stop. Don't watch anymore. Uh, uh, then also, I watched uh, Michael Clayton. Tom Wilkinson died a couple of weeks ago, right. so I wanted to see this movie from 2007. It's freaking awesome. It's on Paramount Plus. If you've never watched it, it's really good. Uh, George Clooney plays like the fixer lawyer for right. an attorney, and he has to be brought into a case. Really, really good. Paramount Plus. The great Tom Wilkinson died a couple of weeks ago, so uh, if you want to watch that. And then the last thing, Dumb Money. The show about the, game, the GameStop stocks. Movie oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. It dropped on Netflix today. Oh, did it really? And it's really good. Paul Dano, Seth Rogen. There's a ton of people. Pete Davidson. Uh, it's, it's, it is a fun movie to watch. It's on Netflix now. Dumb money. Yeah, I, I want to watch that. I haven't turned it on yet, but it looks like it would be fun. So It's good. It's good. Uh, well, we got two things this week, and actually only one actual uh actual viewing thing but uh uh i did not realize they did this i was kind of flipping through peacock uh because we've been snowed in this week uh and i was flipping through some of our streaming stuff and i was uh, flipping through peacock i noticed monk there was a monk movie uh did you ever watch monk i off i did i wasn't like an every week but i've watched several episodes i've always really enjoyed it tony shalhoub was fantastic as monk yeah so uh it ended in 2009 if i remember correctly and uh we haven't seen the character since psych uh, monk and psych are like two like staples of mine just because uh when my wife and i first got married and when i first got out of retail and went into teaching you know, our Friday nights finally became free because I was kind of working it, you know, hit or miss on Friday nights. And uh, when my Friday nights got free, we started up watching, especially after we had kids. Uh, we weren't going out as much on Friday nights. We ended up watching Monk and Psych, and they were kind of like our two staples. We'd always watch those. We enjoyed them together. It was one of the few, two of the few shows that we would watch together a lot. And apparently they did a movie uh, for Monk called Monk's Last Case. 
it look it's really good if you liked the show uh, i highly recommend watching it they've got pretty much the entire cast back from the original show they are all back uh and basically, you know, if you watch the finale, you know, like, you know that they basically, you know, Monk kind of moved, started moving past, you know, a lot of his issues, a lot of the things that happened. But what worked well for him is we had the pandemic, and they basically say the pandemic, like, kind of wiped it all out. <laughs> and because. Yeah, and I like, I've, I've heard about this, I've watched it. People have told me it's like, it's funny how everyone has adapted yeah, to they've things adapted. Monk was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what, that's one of the funny things about it. Now, let's say this it is a darker. It's a it's a it's a darker tone for this because uh, there is uh, I don't want to get into it without spoiling it but uh, it's it is funny still uh, there's still a lot of funny moments but there is a darker tone to the entire thing uh, so like I said it, it's they would go uh, they do take some they do kind of go in a little bit new direction so if you're expecting just the constant laughs and stuff like that that's still there but there is a darker tone to it and you'll see why if you watch it uh, like I said but it's on Peacock it came out apparently in December like I said I just couldn't completely missed it so. The other thing is, uh, like I said, we have been snowed in all this week. Um, Ryan and I live in the Deep South. I live in Mississippi. He lives in Alabama. And when we get snow, we don't do anything. <laughs> uh, and we got about eight inches, and it's been in the 20s all week. So we hadn't gone anywhere. And I've been sitting at home, so you think, oh, you had tons of time to watch stuff. I was getting ready to watch some stuff, and I was like, I just, I'd rather be doing anything else besides being in this house. And I started turning turn on something, and I was like, I'm not enjoying this. And it's because I, I I didn't want to be there. I was like, so my suggestion to you, if you're ever like me and you find yourself, you have no other choice except to just sit at home and watch something. Don't turn on something you really, really want to watch that you haven't seen yet because you probably won't like it because that was what I was starting to do. Uh, I was going to turn on a show that we're going to cover uh, here in a couple of weeks, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, we got the screeners for it. It's like, I'm not doing that because I won't like it. Uh, so I put it off to the side. Because if you're forced to do something, because you have nothing else you can do, you're yeah. not going to enjoy it. Uh, you're, when you're fighting boredom, it's 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 bad, guys. So, like I said, just put it off to the side. Find something you've already go back and rewatch something at that point. That's what I that's what I end up do, end up doing was just rewatching a, a few things. So, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, Heat and the Accountant are on uh, Hulu, so you could just go watch those. Yeah, people. those are there. So, like I <laughs> said, I mean, there's as much stuff as you can go back and rewatch. You don't have to worry about saying hey, I, don't, I don't like that. So, like I said, but don't don't start anything new because, like I said, if you do, you're going to end up doing like me and like realize that you're not liking it just because you're being forced to. So. All right, anything else you want to add before we sign off for this week? Yeah, I appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. Uh-huh.